I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. Family Chantel, Season 2, Episode 3. The big news is we finally get to meet Alejandro. And what do we find out about him? He's married. He's married. We And if you listen last week, we chose that. We picked that. I don't think it's a big shocker. We saw we it. We gathered come. that because how else is he in America if he's from the for DR? For five years. Right. The only way you're here for five years is if you're married. Let's look at case in point. Go to Darcy and Stacy. Right. How did uh, Darcy's uh, little love child come to the states for so long and already living in dc because he's married yes georgie was already married just like alejandro's already married no surprise so i thought there was a bunch of crap that that pedro was getting from chantel because he i don't say he wanted to interfere but he was going to be involved in nicole and alejandro yeah i couldn't believe because she's doing the same thing and that's with what he said. winter and with her he, brother and he doesn't Both. look what i like about pedro is he doesn't do a lot of pausing he kind of thinks you get it right out he said hey wait a minute yeah you get his honest you hired reaction. An, you hired an investigator for yours and of course she's well you know that's different <laughs> it's different josh she was with job for five years and I needed to know more about him. Well, the thing about Pedro is he's an older brother, and particularly in his culture, that's got some extra role when it comes to a younger sister. And there's no dad around. Right. So he's the man I, of the th- house. Think, he's the only one around yeah, to look out for her. I think that that comes into play. Right. Could and, you imagine how his mother would crucify him if he didn't get involved? Right. She's already expressed to him that she doesn't like Alejandro. Right. So he's going to check him out to see if he agrees with his mom. And we think, and I hate to judge all books by their covers, but we agree that just the physical appearance of Alejandro Is makes him un- unlikable. <laughs> yes. And so I love it when he walks in. Again, Pedro's not pulling any punches. Yeah. He's staring right at his face. Yeah, Mr. Joe Cool. He said, he what have in. you done to your face? <laughs> Did you color? Did you paint your beard? Is that painted on? Is what he says. Uh, I don't know. And he, but he, again, he right away he says yes. He said oh, yes. Well, I do a little something. And Pedro's all, you know, Alejandro's not in the best shape. Right. He says normally Nicole dates <laughs> one. It was lighter guys. Uh-huh. But that she dates. Maybe athletes or models. That's the type of guy. They take care of their physical bodies. <laughs> I was cracking up. And all this guy does is is take care of your face. <laughs> he just takes care of his face. It's like, oh, no. That is great. And this guy, you know, five years in the U.S. And we didn't know. We knew he was a cell phone store manager. Maybe him mm-hmm. and Jahoon could get hooked up. <laughs> making cell phones back and forth. And then he works at a bar, too. 
So he's a bartender and a cell phone guy. I loved how Pedro jumped in what kind? when he said that. What kind of bar? Uh, a stripper bar? <laughs> he's really trying to wreck this guy over the coals. Right. He was cracking me up. So how nervous Pedro was. I was. I hadn't seen him like that. Well, we have seen Pedro nervous before. Do you remember when you saw him that nervous? Taking his uh, driving lesson. <laughs> he was a little bit nervous there. <laughs> He looked more nervous behind the wheel than he did here. But I was surprised that he had a list of questions that he wanted to ask. I wouldn't even call that nervous. I would say he was almost in another panicked. zone. He was, <laughs> he, was, he was panicked. He was panicked. But you remember when he first came to the country, he felt very nervous meeting her family because mm. he knew that Chantel was lying about his purpose for being here. I thought Alejandro was a pretty good match. Alejandro's pretty cool. No. Pretty calm. No, not yeah. cool. I mean, oh. he's just, yeah, yeah, he's just smooth. Oh, at, but he is completely smooth. To the point of complete and total arrogance, yes. though. And it makes him so unlikable. Mm. You just go, this guy's just an ass. Well, Chantel says why Nicole likes him. Because it's her green card. She's smiling <laughs> in all her pictures. He's not smiling in any picture. I guess that's his thing. I'm not smiling. Nicole's smiling because she's going to get a green card. I'm like, wow. Chantel never, ever quits. Nope. Consistently, constantly at Nicole, even when she's not around. Well, because Nicole does the same thing to her. So, I mean, it's really tip for tap between those two. She'll never forgive her for setting up Pedro to drink too much and then get a lap dance from her best girlfriend. I mean... She'll never forget that. Sure. And then she videoed it and put it in her face. I mean, it was a complete setup. Yes. <laughs> That's just wrong. And and you look at Pedro knew the questions to ask Royal right so, away. I was so impressed that he made a list to ask Alejandro. I guess he knew that he would feel a little bit uncomfortable in the situation that he might get a little worked up and he didn't want to overlook any important questions i'm like this dude's prepared well he's got it going on yeah and i think that's what showed kind of his nervousness right you could at least prepare but but that he thought about it he could have had he could have had it on his phone i think that would have been a better thing you there's a note capability that you could do on your phone i was listening i wasn't watching so i didn't see he had a folded up white lined piece of paper Uh written in it looked like like one of our sons had written it so he doesn't have the best penmanship (laughs) so he had done all that but that he knew the questions to ask it's the same thing he asked royal right away right when anjanette was around he boom right he know Mm -hmm. well i guess he's from that world so he knows what to ask right and he asked it Mm -hmm. and and look, I mean, it looks like Alejandro didn't duck the question. No. He didn't say nothing. He was arrogant either. enough to say he was yes, married. I'm still oh married. Oh, my goodness. I guess he probably figured out that it wasn't a, that it wasn't a secret that was well, out there. Well, surely he knows that she hasn't shared it with any of her family or friends. Yeah, I, would, I guess you could assume that, he, that that's the case. But you think she, Nicole would have told him maybe not to talk about it? Or something. I think he's just so arrogant that he, he did anyway. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's got like a you can't touch me attitude. Right. Which makes you want to punch him. Well, that's like, that's Chantal's attitude. Maybe <laughs> they get along better. <laughs> and she was in trouble. You saw a bit of her being grilled uh, by Royal about yes. the whole twerking thing. 
They were all in that room. So when we left last week, Winter and River had left, and that was really it. To this time, it's Royal and Anjanette come in, and they ask, where is River and Winter? And everybody was throwing her under the bus. And then they come in there, and they're really in attack mode. Yeah, I They said, talk about her twerking and in front of everybody. And, and then looking at her in a leering well, way. And then... And- it was Anjanette then rolls on her like that, yep. which is going to cost her. Yes. You do not want to make an enemy out of Chantel. I think Chantel looked like she she was surprised by the attack. Right. She was getting hit pretty hard by everybody, and she stayed pretty calm. It was, all right, let's get through this. And let it be said that it's not that they weren't conversations that needed to be had. But they all, every part of the conversation with each person should have been done privately with Chantel, not in front of everybody. I don't think that that made it ten times worse. I don't think that family operates that way. I don't think that, and that's a part of Karen and Thomas. Then you see Thomas is when you look at him, you go, he's a bit hands off. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say a whole lot. Right, he just joins the party line. Whatever Karen says. Pedro looks a bit surprised about the twerking. You yeah, could see you, it in his face. You could, but it, you, yes, and you noticed that he did not throw her into the bus at that moment. Right. Because that's a conversation. His eyebrows got all yeah. funny. Right. He, he kind of, his shoulders went back. Yeah. That's a conversation they need to have privately if he has issue with it. Right. But he did not throw her under the bus right there in front of everybody. He and then, I respect him for that. He almost went into, and not even attack mode like family Chantel style, he went, do you know, and he pointed really to all the people there, do you know what she says about you guys when yeah. we're alone, when we're pr- in, in private in her house, what she says? She only says nice things about all of you. Yeah. And that she only wants the best for all of you. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. That, that was, was a huge. big moment. And, and there's two things you see from that. One, he really loves her, mm. legitimately. And two, his good character. He didn't berate her in front of everybody, even if he did take issue with her twerking in a bar while drinking too much. Yes. Um, and I don't know that he had an issue with it, but if he did, he didn't make it I'm public. sure he did. He probably did. Sure, but that's a conversation for them to have on their own. And you think what... How Karen and Thomas should have viewed how he behaved right? at that moment. He came to her aid. That's a true spouse right there. They didn't see That's that. That's a supportive spouse. There's no way that they noticed that. You know, they and, just and that had to mean something to Chantel if she's paying attention at all. I don't think she. I don't think any of them are. Yeah. I don't think. I think you can see that the two of them are probably very good for each other, mm-hmm. but that she needs to get away from them. Absolutely. She might be savable. I'm not sure about that. She's, I think, the meanest of the bunch. Yeah. She is the most vicious, and she turns fast. Fast. Yes. Extremely quick. Right. You don't don't want her on your bad side. And that's a part of her and the issue with, with her and Winter. But you see, and Pedro said it himself, 
about the whole family, that they all take this stuff, they ball it up inside, mm. and then eventually it explodes. It just explodes. Where his family would talk about it right then. Yes, it's right out there. There's no hiding, there's no anything. Right. They get it out there, they have right. their little spat and they just get, like you were saying about him, you get his initial reaction. Whatever it is, it's honest, it's forthcoming. Yes. He's not holding anything back. And that's kind of tough, I think, for them to deal with. But we look at Winter, and Winter hit was hitting Chantel pretty hard she at was. the end of the last episode. She even called her the B word. Yeah, and when they pulled her aside, they you know she does not regret it at all. No. And so they get into it a bit more, and I think you see how defensive Winter gets. I think she's defensive, and there's probably some truth to it about maybe Chantel wanting to control her, or I don't know if she's embarrassed about the weight or how she takes care of herself but but Chantel says I what I care about is your health and when she said it I believed her Mm -hmm. I do think that that was the truth I don't think they all hang out a lot together so I don't think that that impacts Chantel very much Mm -hmm. winter's weight right I don't think they're around an appearance thing I don't think it's they're around each other enough Mm -hmm. maybe they would be around each other is what she's saying but I think they're probably growing apart well, and you could assume that by the fact that Winter's been with Jaw for five years and nobody gave it a second thought. Nobody right, knew anything all. about him. So they obviously weren't spending a lot of close contact. I loved in this one, you know, Karen was in the middle of it. And out of all of this, that she she said that she didn't want to. I, I can't even get the quote right. It's so horrible <laughs> about being like a delicious, oh, creamy middle please. with sandwich Don't with her try. in the middle. Like, what in the heck is that about? She's just a piece of work. Hey, I don't know. I have no idea. And I don't understand her. We would at say all. when somebody's different, we would say maybe they were raised by wolves. <laughs> but when we listen, I think the funny thing was is we heard at the beginning Chantel corrected Pedro's grammar. <laughs> And I just couldn't laugh. I don't even remember what it was, who said what. It was me or I. Yeah, yeah. And they mess that up all the time. And I think a lot of people mess that up all the time. But for her, somebody from that family to be correcting Pedro. Right, because they have horrible grammar. Oh, my God. You don't need to be teaching anyone anything. You'd think if somebody was way out of whack that they would be raised by wolves. So when I hear Winter speak... I think, who raised this person? Yeah, it's like she went away to boarding school or something. Must have, because <laughs> her grammar and language, and, and I don't think I've paid enough. And just I, her manner of speaking in general. It's like they didn't even get raised in the same place. Sure. Yeah, there's something different about her. Maybe she's adopted. <laughs> I don't know. Is it possible? <laughs> because, and I, I don't think I paid attention to it until this episode about how... I don't want to say perfect. Nobody's perfect. But her grammar, her diction, everything about what she says is is just right. Right. She speaks properly. Mm-hmm. Right. Very properly. As opposed to the rest of them. I don't think I can even listen to River enough Ugh. to get through anything. But we know that Chantel doesn't. We know that Karen doesn't. And nobody even hears Thomas speak. So I think Karen, her manner of speaking Sounds like she's trying to be proper. Yeah, like what actually comes out of her mouth is so gibberish. (laughs) Wrong. It's just just bad. It is. Winter goes to. I would. I would. I would not hesitate to say that the foreigners on the ninety day shows have had a history of better English speaking than Karen. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's it's saying something. We got to her. They talked a little bit about her koi pond, and that was just a dumb, that little was silly. A, a dumb little aside. But I seem to remember Thomas and and River digging that out, digging out some kind of pond mm. for them. But it was just them starting. I'm sure they hired somebody to. And and I wonder again what it is they all do for money because I'm here to tell you that koi fish are very expensive, and she had enough of them for sure. Seriously, koi are outrageously expensive, and she had so many of them in her pond. I mean, she had to spend. There looked to be twenty or thirty of them there. Oh my goodness, they're a lot of money. Like I remember going to see some in an exotic pet store, um, the Animal Jungle that we had in Virginia Beach, hmm. and they were, I want to say, eight hundred dollars a piece. What? I mean, they're really, really expensive. I'm sure they need care and. The yeah. thing that they would take care of, they must hire somebody to do that. <laughs> she said she had a lot of hobbies before. Birds and dolls and right. all sorts of Collected stuff. Collected all kinds of Star Wars, I heard them say. What the, heck? Like, what the heck? Who knows? Oh, this family's bizarre. Yeah, they are. But we get Winter going in for her second trip, we see, for possible surgery. And I think that doctor was, I was impressed with the doctor telling her what she needed and i think when you hear stuff like that it kind of lines up with what Chantel was saying about her health and they were right. he was throwing some statistics there right. about her chances of her chances An earlier of, death yes than people healthy right. people of her age right and, like if she caught covid for instance hmm. you know she would have the underlying health risk of obesity sure and he was telling her that, you know, she's so young now. Didn't he say like 24 or something? She's 25. 22? 25. Something like 25. As she gets older, obviously it, it's going to cause additional health problems. He told her uh, maybe diabetes, high blood pressure for sure, um, and a number of different sure. uh, health risks. So it just compounds itself. Mm-hmm. I guess you take if you don't have anybody else, I guess you take your mother to something like that, even and if you're 25. And she shocked at her own weight. Yeah, I think I think she'd probably been there before. Yeah, that's what she said, and had tried to stay out of the three hundred. She said it's got to be hard. I Wasn't think, she like three fifty? I mean, something? you know, with losing, she was three thirteen is what she was. Okay, and so when you're going through that, it's it's just a, it's a big number. Yeah, my dad was three fifty, and you think about your say even your weight now, and if you cut ten percent of your weight, you wouldn't have at no point do you have a goal weight that would be. More than 10% of your body weight. Right. And so when you're at that point, 10% of her body weight, she's still massive. And yeah. she's still at risk. So Right. He said she was like 150 pounds it's just, overweight, It's just I think. a big number. And that's yeah. got to be hard to deal with, I, I would think. And to, to see, you know, you work so hard, work so hard, and, you, you know, you're two or three pounds, it seems yeah. like a drop in the bucket. So The only you know, upside is when you get that heavy... Uh, you lose large amounts of weight quickly if you just make some basic changes. Well, they talked about the you know, her legs, kind of her hips, problem. her knees, her ankles, all of that stuff that would be impacted by right. all of that. So at the end, I guess we get all this and they all take a pig picture in their ugly sweaters. <laughs> except for River. Did they actually end up putting them on? Not River and not Winter. Winter still had a red sweater on, which I think would be appropriate for uh-huh. something. If you're not, I don't know. 
I'm not sure an ugly Christmas, an ugly holiday sweater is really a Christmas thing, but I guess that's. It's more of a, a party gag kind of thing. Winter gets to decide that. <laughs> and then River was still in his, you know, nasty looking denim jean jacket and whatever. <laughs> so the two of them didn't participate. Right. Well, Karen said she really didn't care that it wasn't about the, the ugly sweater. She just thought it'd be a fun thing to do. So what do we got next? Next with these, we think there's been enough sideshow going on. There's been enough distractions. Now our sights begin. You see Alejandro in everybody's sights. And then Anjanette is coming next. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's going to get. And we think most of the season is going to be about her. Them she just seems. Ripping her apart. She seems. Wishy-washy. You know what I mean? Maybe she saw... Maybe she's seen this family before. I'm thinking... No, I think that he chose her on purpose. I think he's a very controlling person who probably most women would be really turned off by. Mm. Because it's probably even more extreme than we realize. And I think he chose a timid... Soft-spoken, demi- soft-spoken, diminutive. On purpose. Yes, small stature on purpose so that he could easily control her. And I almost get the impression that even if she thought something differently from what he expected of her, that she would keep it to herself and, and she would play along just to not have a problem. You've experienced this. I guess you know some people in a similar situation. Maybe not exact. But how controlling in yes. this scenario the, I guess, and it happens more with males than females. I, I would just assume mm-hmm. this way. How the control that they can have over foreigners who are held here. Absolutely. With, and how easy that is. And so you, you kind of see similar characteristics in in uh, Royal? Yeah. Really? Yeah, definitely. I would say so. Not so much on the female side because that the, the person I know was not a soft-spoken person who would just roll over and take it. But you think but, about... But the even... control and the lording the power over, absolutely... I think that'll be interesting to see the control, how Karen handles Royal. I'm I'm yeah. kind of anxious to see how that works yeah, I'm curious. when they're over there. I'm curious if any of them in the family see his behavior as a problem. Well, I don't think they would. He hasn't been around for years, so they it's po- possible that they wouldn't know. Maybe, you know, because he's heavy set I too. Think Maybe he didn't date much when he was I at home. I think they're oblivious. I you know, I think that Karen and Thomas think their kids are are all perfect. perfect. Ugh, and I'll it's all it. these other people <laughs> that me. want a piece of their wonderful family and their wonderful kids. That's messed up. Because they're that great. You should never have rose-colored glasses as a mother, <laughs> for sure. Well, you see, you wonder how it happened with them. You can see the flaws. No family's perfect. No. That one's got problems. Yeah. And I think I saw that most people do not like this family. Even in the ratings, all the things that you see, nobody nobody really likes them. Right. 
And I think it was a surprise for everybody because of their low favorability ratings, how there's even a season two. There, there is a season two. Well, it's because of Chantel and Pedro. They're interesting. Yeah. Pedro makes the show. Pedro's a great guy. I like Pedro a lot. Pedro's interesting. He's, and he's sincere and he's he's fun and, and lively, you know? Like, yeah. he's not a boring person. Yeah, other than Karen's quirky, stupid little one-liners. Which I don't care to What hear. laughs are there in the show? Only Pedro. Only Pedro's laughs. Those are the only laughs you get in the show. That's it. And I think all of his emotions, whatever they be, positive, negative, happy, sad, angry, whatever they are, they're all sincere. <laughs> this is the most happy, happy family, family in, in all the United, United States. States. Right. Right. That was like great. And you saw it was like this is brilliant. In the whole United States. And her States, eyes. That was so funny. And she cut her eyes and rolled her eyes. It, it's just, you know, and that's just wonderful. And I laughed every time I saw that clip. In yes. the preview. It was and so fun. And this was the episode they had it in. So yeah. That was good. That was great. So I think it'll get even more dramatic. This has all just been setting stuff up. There'll be more drama and more. I, how could you do, what do you do for season three? I think Pedro's sincerity is what has kept the two of them together. Because I'm not sure anybody would have put up with Chantel and her family for this long. Well, it looks except like. Except that he really genuinely loves her. And his willingness to work at it has kept them together. And it looks like he's willing to stay away from them for months. Sure, it didn't bother him one bit. He yeah. went a long time without seeing or talking to them yeah. after the uh, the table incident where he got into it with River. I'd like them to fight now. <laughs> I'm sure River backs down now that he's now that he's training. Uh huh. I'm sure that Pedro, cause, you mean? Yeah, because River yeah. doesn't have the ability to. No, no, he's still living. He's just packing on pounds. Yes, <laughs> eating triple bacon burgers. Wow, what is uh, he even doing living at home? I haven't even checked. I don't know. But is he in school? I don't know. I don't know that they've said. I don't want to give him the satisfaction of knowing that somebody is googling him, find <laughs> out what he's doing, and I have no idea. I haven't seen him. Maybe he gets a girlfriend now. He's the youngest. Is he, what, like 19? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just mm. don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's season three. River gets a girlfriend. <laughs> or a boyfriend. Please, no. I will not follow that storyline. Or a boyfriend. Oh, gosh. I doubt that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? He likes the Georgia peaches. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for Inside Scoop. We've got some Jahoon and Devin news, Laura and Aladdin, and it looks like Laura has some interest in another cast member, she said. Mm. That's part of the news. We have Larissa and Evelyn and another cast member in the middle of that one, too, and some Brittany news. So stay tuned for that. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 